I am joined by Brian Lester of the Navarre Press and Santa Rosa Press Gazette. Brian, how are you doing today? Hey, not too bad, Drew. How are you doing? Doing doing well. So we are we are full on into uh, the brunt of the fall sports season. One of the sports, though, that tails off towards the fall is baseball, and the Blue Wahoos tonight find themselves in a all-or-nothing game. It is the Southern League Championship third game of three. A chance for the Wahoos to win a championship. Uh, we're co-champions uh, not too long ago, but would like to get the job done while playing. What chances do you give the Wahoos tonight, Brian? And and how crazy has their season been amidst all the changes within the organization? The Marlins bringing guys up, sending guys down, some of the injury issues with Yuri Perez and all the stuff that's gone on. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's never easy when you're dealing with, you know, changes within, you know, over the course of the season where, you know, the team, the makeup of that roster can, you know, change week to week. And, uh, you know, those guys have, have found a way. Obviously, they were really resilient last night with, uh, you know, coming back from the deficit they did with the seven runs and, and finding a way to win that on the road and in a, in a must-win game. And, you know, they got to feel good about their chances tonight, you know, coming off that high and plus, you know, having Perez on the mound, I mean, you know, your offense can probably feels like, you know, they don't have to score a lot of runs, but they got to score enough to, you know, and let Perez do the rest. Um, so, I mean, I feel like they got a great shot tonight. I mean, you know, they, they won last night in the game. You know, they probably weren't going to win, you know, with being down seven runs. But, uh, so, I mean, their confidence has to be high going into tonight. Absolutely. Uh Wishing the Wahoos luck again. You can listen to that uh, coming up here in about a half hour on ESPN Pensacola. Brian Lester of the Navarre President Santa Rosa Press Gazette. Uh, UWF, unfortunately, lose on Saturday. Uh, I don't know if you'd call it a wake-up call. I feel like th- this might be a way that you categorize it. I mean, Delta State, not the most formidable opponent, some would think, in, in the GSC. Of course, West Georgia in there and Valdosta State. Do-, do you think this game is a little bit of a wake-up call for UWF and the Argos early on in the season? You know, I mean, Delta State is out. You know, they're they always are typically, you know, one of the better teams most years. I mean, uh, you know, they're unbeaten right now. But I mean, I think it does wake the team up a little bit in the sense of, you know, now you kind of see what what you have to do to to be successful in that in that golf South conference because you know the the Argos do have some guys back from last season, but they also have a a good number of new guys that haven't been through this before. Um, you know, obviously they were in this game. I mean, they went to double overtime, they rallied and got to OT and, you know, just a few plays away. The turnovers were the big thing that they killed them in that game. Um, you know, you can't turn the ball over and against a good team or they're going to make you pay. And obviously Delta State did, but you know, I think the Argos are going to, they feel, you know, they, they racked up a lot of yards, you know? So, I mean, over five, 600 yards, you know, so they, got to feel good about the way the offense moved the ball it's just a matter of you know not turning it over at critical times and and the defense doing a better job and you know because you can't give up 40 point you know 40 plus points in a game and typically yeah. win you know so you got to find a way to shore things up so i think you know in a sense yeah it's a way of calling away but you know they should bounce back and they get another home game this week and hopefully they'll you know get a win out of that one and and feel good going into the rest of the month yeah, the game will be against, again, North Greenville to start the month of October, a big month of October for the Argos. They'll also take on West Georgia a little bit later in the month as well. Um, looking at high school football, so we're halfway through the season already. It seems like it's gone by so quick, but we, we've got a couple of teams that have really impressed, Pace being one of them. They're 3-1 they're and one 
on the year. Navarre four and one on the year, one and zero in district play. Uh, what's been most impressive, Brian, about those two teams at this point of the season? Of course, Pace looking to continue to to rattle off some wins. They've got one of the best kickers in the area, and Navarre, a, a star-studded group that that they've got as well. Yeah, I mean, for for Navarre, I think it's just been the the athletes they have finally showing what they can truly do on the field. You know, guys like EJ Love and Terrence Marshall and, you know, guys like that. And, um, you know, they got a great defense. You know, Dwayne Clark has been great on defense. Josh Wilson, um, Chase Marsh. Those, they've, they've had a lot of guys step up and start to use their athletic abilities to their advantage, you know, with the mixing up the play calling and, and doing different things to, you know, keep the defense on its toes. And so I think Navarre, you know, they got the bye week this week. Um, they're ranked seventh in the region, I believe, um, in the first set of rankings. So they're in that top eight right now. And then for the playoff pairings, um, they got the bye next week. They got a big month starts next week with Mosley, which, you know, is a, is a really good football team. And then Pace, I mean, they've proven a lot of people wrong. You know, they took that loss to Crestview. But, uh, you know, they get a big game of golf breeze this week. And I think this team, that pace team, still has a lot of confidence. They got some great athletes. Like, you know, they got a great quarterback in Nick Simmons. And like you said, the kicker, Reese Griffith. Um, so they've got good football players. And, you know, if that golf breeze matchup is going to be a heck of a matchup this Friday night with uh, pace and golf breeze because they're district opponents. And, uh, you know, the winner puts itself in a great spot. And the loser will uh, have an uphill climb to stay in the district race. How has the recruiting trail been for Reese? I know, I, th- I think, was he, was he at FSU over the weekend? He was. He went over to that Florida State. I know he's been to some other bigger D1 schools. I think went down to Oklahoma at one point. Um, and so, yeah, he was at FSU. Uh, it seems like he is a big FSU guy. Um, you know, I'm sure he would love to play for the Seminoles, and obviously the Seminoles are doing well right now. So I think Reese is going to have a lot of uh, options to choose from as far as what what he decides to uh you know where he decides to play college football so on the opposite side of what you know pace and what navarre have done milton one and four on the season zero and one in district play there's still time technically but halfway through the year you've only got one win it's it's not a good look for a team that that, that seems to be loaded with talent brian what, what what exactly has gone wrong with the panthers to this point they've had some tough losses you know, the tough thing for Milton right now is just the uh, the injuries um, have really gotten to them. I mean, they played good opponents, for one. You know, they've played a really tough schedule. Um, Escambia, the latest tough team they played. Um, so, you know, the injuries have really just added up to them. And, you know, they, they, they battle. They try, they try to stay in football games. But, you know, they just when, – when you have a good number of injuries, it's tough to uh, – you know, hang around and make those plays you need to make to, to win in the end. And, you know, the big thing for Milton now is they know they're in must-win mode coming up here in October. I mean, you've got to win every game from here on out. And, you know, you really got to win the district, I think, to, you know, assure yourself of any shot of the postseason because, you know, district, the district championship is the only way automatically into the playoffs. And, you know, so, I mean, it's must-win mode for them. Can they do it? Yeah, you know, if they get healthy and, you know, they – get on a roll they certainly can but it's it's not going to be easy when you're when you're playing from behind you know going into october yeah definitely not he's brian lester of the navarre press and santa rosa press gazette brian uh, have a good rest of your week uh, stay safe uh of course you know in pensacola we're, we're fortunate to not be uh, hit by by any of the hurricane ian stuff at least at the moment um unless something drastically changes uh, which it doesn't seem to be but uh, stay safe and we'll uh, talk to you again here soon 
Yeah, you too, Drew. Have a good week, and uh, talk to you later.